Well, first of all, let, let, let me explain Genesis 1 and John 1. I'm going to start with John 1 first, though. John 1 and 1 says, in the beginning was the word. When you see the word, word capitalized, that means Jesus, because Jesus is the word. Jesus is the word. Jesus is the word. Always remember that. In scripture, when you see the word, word, we're talking about Jesus Christ himself. He is the living word. Uh, uh, because if you keep reading, you say, then the word was made flesh. The word was made flesh. The word was Jesus. Uh, uh, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. When was the word with God? Jesus, the son. In the beginning. And the word was God. Okay. So the word was with God, but the word was God himself. Stay with me. The same was in the beginning with God. All things that were made by him, that is God, and without him was not anything made that was made, the word. In him was life. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So we're back to word again. Uh, uh, and, uh, uh, and, and the life and the light of men. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. So we're talking about Jesus. Now, let's go back to the very beginning of the Bible in Genesis 1 and 1. It says, in the beginning, uh, uh, God, that is the Father, God, the Father, created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without void, the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the earth and the spirit. So we see God was there, but now we see the spirit was there. And the spirit, that's the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit of God moved upon the face of the earth, uh, and God said, there's the word again, there's God, the word, let there be light and there was light. The way to think about this is to not think chronologically about who came first, but to think uh, um, uh, uh, in terms of existence. And here's what I mean. Um, well, let me read it. Oh, no, I'm, I'm going to read those passages later. Most of you all know me as Pastor Will. I exist as Pastor Will. But here's the deal. In my existence from the beginning, there were some other things about me that is me. So I'm Pastor Will, but I'm also a husband. I'm a husband, but I'm also a father. I'm a father and I'm also a son. And at various times I operate in either of those different offices, but right now I am all of them simultaneously at the same time. I am all of those things at the same time. It's one person. Will the father, will the son, are y'all with me? Inside of me is what is called my human spirit. So that's will the spirit. Uh, 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 Y'all ain't working with me. So I am a son. I am a father. I am a spirit, but I am one person. I am one person. Uh, uh, um, and so here's what the Bible says in 1 John 5 and 7. For there are three that bear record in heaven, the father, the word, that's the son, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. And these three are 
one. I need y'all to get this. It's not one came after the other produced the other one. They are all one. I am just Will. Yes, I'm a father. I'm a son. I am a husband. I am an entrepreneur. I am a preacher. I am a pastor, but I'm still just one. And everything that I became, everything that I am, everything that I will be was already predetermined in when God created me. When I was in my mother's womb, the Bible says God knew me and ordained me. He prepared me. He knew what I was. He knew what was in me. The Bible says it was written uh, uh, in my loins, my DNA, everything that I am, it's one, uh, uh, but it is these different aspects of who the one is. Now, the thing that you got to understand about God, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit is not think of it as who came first chronologically or different, but think of them as one operating with different roles, uh-huh, with different purposes. And so the Father deals with the will of God. What is God's will for your life? What is God? Jesus said to pray every day, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. When Jesus was operating as the son, he said, Lord, I wish this wouldn't happen, but nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. And so the father represents the will, the will, the will, the will, the will, uh, the will. Uh, uh, when we're, we're right now, we're talking about what is God's plan for my life? What is God's will for you? Hallelujah. A lot of times we pray what we want, but what is God's will? What is God's passion? What is God's desire for your life? That's the role of the father. But then there is the son the word. Remember, God said, I want you to live this way. Mm, preach. But we couldn't. But we couldn't. And so the son and essence of God uh, uh, came and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. The word, the word, the word. And so the role of the word, which I want you to get uh, uh, and its purpose mm -hmm, is to bring grace and salvation uh, to bring grace and salvation through the word is to bring grace and salvation because we are imperfect beings and many times miss the mark of the word of the father. It takes the son, the grace, the mercy, the word of God uh -huh, for us to be covered, to receive grace of the father, the son and the Holy Spirit. Uh, uh, now, which brings us then to the spirit. What is the purpose of the spirit? The purpose of the spirit uh, is to give you gifts and to give you fruit. Now, let y'all hear me on this. To give you gifts because, see, you're going to need to help others and to give you fruit because you're going to need to live with others. See, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. What is that power for? That power is to produce, is, is to give you gifts and to help you to produce the fruit. The gifts are, the Bible says, and I gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, and for the edifying of the body of Christ. So we're given gifts to perfect us, to work uh, uh, and to edify each other. But then the Bible says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance. That is stuff that is given to you so that we can deal with each other, so that we can live with each other. Because remember, we got two commandments, love God and love your neighbor. 
So that's kind of uh, uh, my uh, uh, little teaching today. Uh, uh, I hope that you got something out of it. I don't know if I had any questions. Pastor, what about the idea that women should not minister or, or pastors? I have heard some say that God uses women, but not in the role because it's contrary to man being the head of the house and therefore confusion. You know, that, that's an interesting question. I may dig into that a little bit more. I, I do want to say, though, that um, clearly God uses women. And I said this earlier. God would not give a woman a gift and then tell her, never mind, don't use it. And clearly women have the ability to preach, to teach. They have the ability to lead. Uh, um, and I know that uh, even in our denomination, there's uh, a lot of issues about women pastors, but there are women pastors in our denomination. Um, there are women leaders all over this country and all over this world. And I understand the dilemma between, um, well, how can you be the pastor in the head, but then go home and be in subjection? I don't have an answer for that, to be honest with you. And I probably never will because I'm not a woman. <laughs> but there are women pastors. And my belief is they figured that out. Uh, uh, that uh, uh, at church, I'm the leader. At home, I'm submissive to my husband. And um, uh, so I've heard people say that, but then does the scripture actually says that? Uh, we, well, the Bible says that, uh, um, that a bishop should be the husband of one wife. Again, what was the time? What was the history? Clearly in that time in a male-dominated society, that made sense. Does that apply to us today? Does that apply to us today? Some say yes, some say no. So I, I'm not going to give you a definitive answer on that. Uh, uh, I tend to uh, um, let God give us the, the, the leading and the guidance on that. But I would not dare say what God does not do. I, would, I wouldn't say that because that's just not biblical. It's not biblical because we see women in leadership in the Old Testament as well as the New Testament. And so for us to say that a woman can't pastor, a woman can't preach, a woman can't teach, a woman can't prophesy, uh, uh, that, that, is, that is an inconsistent statement. And if you are dealing with that, then you're going to have to work uh, uh, with the word of God, work with your prayer, work with your leader, work with your pastor. I've often said that if God has called a woman, then and I'm her pastor, and it's my job to help her realize the calling that's in her life. Now, how that's exercised, the Church of God in Christ did something quite unique. We actually set up a two-tier system. I don't, I don't know if that's good or bad. It is what it is, though. But in the Church of God in Christ, Christ, we just use different titles, usually for the same gifts. And so we got the pastor and we got the missionary or the church mother. And then we got the superintendent and we got the district missionary. Then we got the jurisdictional bishop. Then we have the state supervisor and we have the presiding bishop and we have the international uh, uh, leader of women's. I forget what the, what the, what the formal title is. Uh, uh, and then all of these different roles in between. And so whereas the Church of God in Christ 
Christ, they may call a male preacher or minister. They call a female preacher or a missionary or a licensed evangelist or, or whatever the case may be to make that distinction between male and female. And I don't have a problem with making a distinction between male and female. But, but then other times I'm like, if you're preaching, I'm going to call you a preacher. <laughs> if you're a minister, I'm going to call you a minister. I, I mean, I understand it, but that's just the way your pastor roll with some of these things. And I try not to get too deep with it and, and let God take care of the rest. Uh, um, there are roles, though, and, and I don't want and, and I think the premise of both of those questions or the, at least the first one about a woman wearing pants is making sure that we distinguish the roles. I think some denominations take it too far. A woman should keep quiet in the church. She can't say. So God gave her all this anointing and gifting and then told her to go to church and stay quiet. I just don't buy that. Uh, 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 so let me, let me see what Tamika said here. Uh, you have that, that thing from Tamika? Yeah, pop that up for me. To learn your role and operate in that for the appropriate setting. You can be a manager on your job, but you're not going to go to Walmart and try to manage those people. You may have the ability to do a thing, but wisdom tells us when to act on it. I love that, Tamika. I think that that was a powerful, powerful thing. And so... uh, um, uh, let God lead you on some of these things. If there's anybody in our church that would like to uh, uh, say, well, pastor, I, I need more, then, me, let, then you need to get wisdom from your Lord and from your shepherd, from your leader. Uh, so I think that those are good things. So uh, I hope that you all uh, got something out of that teaching today. Um, if you have any other questions, I'm going to take a couple of more minutes. Thank you for those that are, are listening in on um my podcast, I'm going to end it and then take a few more questions a little bit later.